Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in, Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. Steve Sparky, five for Dan Plucker, other side of the glass. Pat Baldwin, the coach at UW Milwaukee for the Panthers. His son made his debut last night for the Panthers. Uh, against North Dakota. We will talk to him coming up about one half hour from right now as they are on their way back uh, to campus, uh, to Milwaukee. So looking forward to talking to him about last night's win. Watch some of that. That game was on Bally Sports Wisconsin last night. So that was fun watching that one. Also, I uh, checked out uh, some of the Marquette game last night, too. Second half of that Marquette game. That's Stevie Mitchell, man. I like me some Stevie Mitchell. That guard from Marquette. Uh, they got some intriguing talent on that team. They really do. I I don't know how good they'll be in league play or whatever, but definitely got some athletes that can get out and run, uh, play up in your face, play some defense. Be interesting to see what Shaka Smart uh, and that Marquette team does uh, in year one uh, for Shaka Smart. Didn't see uh, any Badgers uh, last night. Uh, watched, obviously, some Bucks as well uh, against the Sixers. I was in basketball mode last night. But we've got to stay in OBJ Packer mode uh, right now. So we, we've been talking about OBJ for four hours on the Wendy's Big Show pretty much, him or Aaron Rodgers, one or the other. And this thing still hasn't resolved itself. We still don't know what OBJ is going to do. So the question is this, what does it say to you about OBJ that he still hasn't made up his mind at this point? And then what does that mean really for the Packers if it's, what, two in the afternoon and he still doesn't know? This has been going on since yesterday afternoon. What does it say to you about OBJ that he hasn't made up his mind? And what does it say to you about the Packers' chances of getting OBJ the longer this thing drags out? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. What does it say to you that OBJ still hasn't made up his mind? I think what it says to me, he don't want to play on Sunday. That That's what it says to me. This dude does not want to play this weekend. I mean, it's Wednesday. So if he drags us out to say, oh, I don't know, Friday, he really is not going to have to play on Sunday because there's no way he'll get any practice time in. If he agrees today, that means he got got on a plane, got to fly to see where he's at. He could still practice Thursday, Friday, uh, and Saturday if you're at home, which the Packers are this week against Seattle. 
uh, and maybe get in a couple plays on Sunday. He's not going to play a ton necessarily, but be able to get into a, a few plays. I'm telling you, if this thing continues to drag into tomorrow, this dude just doesn't want to play this week. This dude just wants a weekend off, not having to worry about it, not having to learn a new offense right now. It's going to kind of take a week off. You, Now, again, nobody wants to compare football or baseball or basketball to real-life stuff, right? Always get, I've been told that for years. Sports is not like real-life, Sparky. Don't compare the two. But look at it from this perspective, right? So did you ever find yourself in a position where you didn't like the job you were at and you were looking for a gig? And upon looking for a gig, you interview for a new position while still holding your old job. And then when they ask you your start date, you kind of give yourself a little bit of a cushion. So instead of telling them two weeks, because if, if you do the right thing, you're giving a two-week notice to your employer. But instead of telling them you can start in two weeks, maybe you tell them you can start in three weeks. Or maybe you can tell them you should start in four weeks. And then you give your two-week notice at your job. You could start that following Monday, but you want a little bit of a break. You want a little bit of a vacation, a little week off in between jobs to kind of reset the brain a little bit before you start a brand new gig and try to learn how everything works again, right? Give yourself a little bit of a break. That's, to me, what it feels like with OBJ right now, where I don't think he really wants to play this weekend. I think he'd rather have the weekend off, not have to worry about learning a new offense or anything of the sort until next week. So the longer he drags this out, and there's no deadline, the Packers will sit here and wait for him until Friday, if that's how long it takes him to make up his mind. They're not going to pull back and go, yeah, we changed our mind, we don't want you. Not going to happen. The Saints aren't going to pull back and go, nah, we don't want you. Neither will the Chiefs. If this dude wants to drag this out till Friday or Saturday and, and then say, okay, uh, I'll be in your city on Monday, everybody will be fine with it. And he gets a weekend off, saves wear and tear on his body, makes sure he's healthy. He can get a reset a little bit going into a new situation. To me, that's what this is all about right now. Because I, I don't know what other thing this possibly could be about. The dude has talked about nonstop about wanting to play with Rodgers, wanting to play in Green Bay. Players on this team on social media have been all about wanting him to play on this team. Reports are they have an offer on the table for OBJ to come play here the rest of the year. So it's not like the Packers are saying, yeah, we're interested, but never make an offer. Nope. Reports are they've made an offer. Reports are that it's down to Kansas City, the Saints, where he has no chance of winning, and Green Bay. Of those three teams, the Packers give you the best chance to go to the Super Bowl. What's the problem? What's the holdup? The only other thing in my brain that this could be about, which we talked about in the big show, which is he simply just wants people to tell him how great he is, how much they love him, how much they need him. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I need to inflate my ego. Tell me how much you love me. Tell me how much you need me. And that, true, also would completely fit into what this dude is, right? Completely fits into what you think as a fan of who OBJ is, all about himself. So if that's what's going on, again, he could drag this out as well. If it's about money, if that if he's trying to get as much money as possible, I don't want you anyhow. I I go back to Leroy. If, if this is about five hundred and seventy thousand or whatever it is, or a million, and you're not going to play here over four hundred thousand, and you've made how much money over the last you know, 10 years of your career, whatever, seven years of your career, 
then to hell with you. See ya. Bye-bye. Toodles. Enjoy New Orleans or wherever you're going. That That's, if you're about the ring, cool. Come play with us. If you're not, then fine. If it's about, if it's about half a million dollars and that's going to break you if you don't get it and that's the deciding factor, then by all means, don't play in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Like, time to move on. So what, what does it say about OBJ that he still hasn't made up his mind? And what does it say about the Packers' chances of getting him? That he still hasn't made up his mind yet. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM, The Fan. Let's go to Sean in Kenosha. You're next here on the Wendy's Big Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. What's up, Sean? So when I called in, you hadn't mentioned that apparently there's reports of the Packers having an offer on the table. They do. They have a one-year minimum, veteran minimum deal on the table. So if that's legitimately the case, then I'll probably side with you a little bit more that either it's about money or he doesn't want to play this week. Otherwise, if it's about honestly being uh, with a contender and having a chance to make it to the postseason and do something to show you can still do something, because you obviously haven't done nothing for a while, then I'll agree with you. I was going to say originally, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes in front office speak and if it's actually down to they've made an offer or not. But with that coming to light, then I can probably side with you more so than uh, what my original uh, opinion was. What was your original opinion? Tell me now anyhow. That's what I said. I think it might be more so behind the scenes with the front office, and maybe they haven't actually made an offer yet, or they're trying to work on it. Right. Now, the reports are right. If it isn't about money, then who cares? Exactly. Just sign on with the best team, and out of the three, it's the Packers. Exactly. Totally, totally agree with you. Thanks for the call. And that's just what it comes down to right now at this point. I mean, you're you're dragging your feet because either, A, you don't want to play this weekend, uh, or, B, you just want to feel all the love from everybody. I'll say something else. You talk about Aaron Rodgers. Mr. I got to have Randall Cobb if you want me to report. And all of that. And I want more say in personnel decisions than this. Fine. Then get your butt on the phone and start. You got nothing to do. You're sitting at home. You can't even be at practice. You can watch videos or whatever, but that's about it. Get your butt on the phone and call this dude. You're like, hey, man, I don't know if Mahomes called you, whoever else called you, but we need you here. Like, we want you to come here and help us win a Super Bowl. And then, you know, if you want to give them more details on your plans for after the year, have at it. Whatever. I don't care if you do or don't. But if it's all about getting them, then do your part and make the call. If that's what this is about. Devontae Adams, you want him? You get your butt on the phone and you call him and recruit him. I saw Preston Smith with googly eyes on Twitter or whatever the other, yesterday. You too. Whoever wants him on this team needs to get him on the phone and go. If you don't have his number, I'm sure the Packers can give you his number and get that all taken care of so you can go do the recruiting. It's one thing to be critical of an organization because they're not trying. It's a completely another thing when the organization is trying and need the players to help to a certain degree, push it across the goal line, and then get no help outside of a tweet or an Instagram like. Because right now, that's all it is. Got Devontae Adams with an Instagram comment. Got Devontae Adams liking a report that the Packers are his number one team. Preston Smith with googly eyes. Has Aaron Rodgers said anything one way or the other about this on social media? Have you seen anything, Blocker? Because I haven't. I've seen nothing. Did it come up on McAfee yesterday? Because I didn't hear it come up on McAfee either. No, I didn't hear it come up on McAfee either. So, I mean, to me, that's the one thing. And maybe, as a Packer fan, maybe you're concerned. Maybe the concern is, how bad does he really want this? If he's screwing around, how much, how badly do you really want to be a Packer at this point? 
if you're screwing around. And I think that's a, a fair point to bring up and a fair question. Leroy Butler, by the way, uh, on the Wendy's Big Show, brought up he was going to offer up this vodka to OBJ. Well, he officially tweeted at OBJ. Okay, at OBJ, you're playing hardball. Well, I'll give you two cases, my award-winning vodka leap spirits. I'll even sign the bottles if you come to the Packers. And a praying emoji. You think that gets it over, Pluck? You think that is the deciding factor? I don't know. Leap vodka's pretty good. I sure hope so. I mean, I I would be more tempted if I was OBJ. It'd be hilarious. He has a press conference. To be honest, I didn't know where I was going, but that vodka, man, I heard stories about it. Roy sold me. That, that's what got me to come to Green Bay. I would... I would laugh hysterically if that was what got him convinced uh, to come to Green Bay. All right, so what to say about OBJ that he still hasn't signed? What do you think it means for the Packers that he still hasn't signed a new deal with anybody at this point? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan, let's hear from you. Coming up next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan. Let me tell you about my friends over at Q Club of Wisconsin. No matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. There's plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in a huge entertainment game room and settle down to some awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings. Plus, they're Wednesday. Oh, today's Wednesday. Wednesday and Friday. Fish fries piled up. With all the extras, visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. What does it say about Odell Beckham Jr. that he still hasn't made up his mind? What does it say about the Packers' chances of getting him? Because he still hasn't made up his mind. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan got a bunch of you doing just that, uh, including Charles, who says, could OBJ be waiting to find out if A-Rod is playing this week before signing? Good point. 
If Rodgers isn't playing this week, for sure, is he thinking he'll sign? Uh, is he thinking, hey, I'll sign Friday so I don't have to play Sunday with Jordan Love? That's a hell of a good point. Really is. Great point. Brought up by Charles there. Because if you saw last week's game with good old Devontae Adams playing with them, and how frustrated Devontae Adams was getting with Jordan Love, maybe that's exactly it. Doesn't want to come in, play with a young, inexperienced quarterback, uh, and wants to play with 12. So maybe he's waiting till later in the week uh, to see how this whole thing plays. The problem is Rodgers can't be cleared until the Saturday. So, I mean, I guess he can wait longer. Rodgers has already said he's going to start and play uh, if he feels well. But again, won't know where we're at on that until we get to Saturday. But Rodgers has participated today in uh, the Zoom meetings and so forth, according to Matt LaFleur earlier today. So that's all uh, part of it. But that could be. Yeah, absolutely could be. Frank tweets at 1250 AM, the fan, and at Sparky Radio. I believe there is a fourth team, which is Arizona in the mix. Plucker, do you uh, think the Cardinals could sneak into this whole thing? I mean, my God, how many receivers does Kyler Murray need on top of what he has already in Arizona? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, I, I feel like it doesn't make a lot of sense for him to go to Arizona. There are probably better options in, in the different places that have already been discussed. If, if the Cardinals were in it, I feel like we would have heard about it at this point. Um, and then right now, Devontae is at the mic, and he said that his hopes are pretty high that Odell becomes a Packer. I want somebody to ask him. Have you talked to him on the phone? If anybody's listening with an yes. earpiece. Devontae, Tom Silverstein saying Devontae says they have talked. Beautiful. Uh, just let him know he's got a home over here if he wants to come, Adam said. So Adam said they have talked. Yes. So he talked to him and said, you can stay with me while you're a Packer. Yes. Okay. Good. Very Good. Now, we don't know if 12 has talked to him because 12 doesn't talk to the media yet until later in the week when he returns. He may not even talk to the media before he plays on Sunday, if he plays on Sunday. Okay, so that's good. This is positive. So if you're a Packers fan and you want Odell Beckham Jr., these are good things to hear coming from Devontae Adams right now who says, hey, man, I've talked to him. Hopes are high that we can get him. And that goes back to maybe what uh, Evan Massey was saying earlier, which is talking to people within the organization their hopes are pretty high that they think they can get Odell Beckham Jr. to come play for the Green Bay Packers here for the rest of the season. That would make sense if Massey is hearing that players are talking to Odell Beckham Jr. But this begs the same question I've been asking. Like, why is he not made up his mind? Like, to me, of the teams we're talking about, the Chiefs, the Saints, the Packers, they are the closest to winning a Super Bowl right now, is the Green Bay Packers. If this was before the season, then I would have said probably Kansas City. For sure, right? But now, as it sits right now, I think it's the Green Bay Packers. Their defense is better than Kansas City's. Their defense is better than anybody that's even in the conversation at this point. You have the best quarterback because Mahomes does not look like Patrick Mahomes. You just watched him play the Packers' beat-up defense. They held him in check without problem. They had one drive. One drive, the very first drive of the game. Outside of that, Mahomes didn't look like Patrick Mahomes to me. Aaron Rodgers, coming off COVID or not, uh, is going to put up points. Like, he's going to score. So, do what you want with that. You want him to throw the ball to you, no problem. Now, OBJ's big thing, Baker Mayfield was, apparently, according to his daddy, 
was when he's open, Baker won't throw him the ball. Okay? Could that still happen with Rodgers? Yes. Have people been open before with Rodgers in this offense and been ignored? Yes. Does Rodgers lock on to the one, one guy all the time? Yes. Would that change if OBJ is here? Don't know. Do not know. But if he's open, do you feel comfortable that Rodgers will get him the ball at a better rate than, say, Baker, May- Baker Mayfield? I would think so. I think that's a positive if, if you're OBJ. But I, if I'm OBJ, I'll tell you what I want to hear. I want Devontae Adams to tell me that you're cool with less targets so I can get mine. You cool not getting 12, 14 targets, maybe only getting eight now, so I can get my six to eight in a game. You good with this? Because if you're not, then I'm good. I'll go somewhere else if I got to get my targets. Because that's part of this here. Like, he's not coming here to get two targets a game. There's just no chance. Doug in St. Francis, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Love the show. Thanks. Love the show. You get you get me through the afternoon. Good. Hey, so, you know, I got to admit, I was one of those guys when, you know, OBJ, my son texted me last night and he said, yeah, OBJ wants to come to the Packers. I'm like, you know, what do we want that guy for? You know, he's bad for the locker room. Then I woke up this morning and I'm thinking, all right, I'm one of those guys that was ranting and raving about the Packers and not making a draft pick of a wide receiver. Let's bring him in. Right, let's bring him in because after Devontae, you got to admit the talent level on our wideouts drops pretty significantly, and to have OBJ on one side and Devontae on the other, oh my God! Think of the defensive schemes that the other teams have to have to, you know, do to defend both of those guys. I think Rodgers has not a field day, but I think things improve immensely. So I would have uh, I would have OBJ and his dad come in have a meeting, talk to him, and say, hey, here's the game plan. Here's what we aim to do. Welcome to Green Bay. That, that's what I would do. Can I just ask you – hold on a second. I'll ask you a question, Doug. So yeah. you brought up OBJ's dad and saying, well, Packers should meet with OBJ's dad. Man, this is the National Football League. I am not worrying about any dude's mom or dad – and what they're doing in social media. I think if it's college, like if it's Wisconsin and you got an overbearing parent on social media, fine. Shut that down immediately. But in the NFL, I don't want to deal with parents in the NFL. Well, do you think it affects the locker room, though? I mean, think of Cleveland, man. His dad came out with that video, and they released him the next day. Right. Right? I mean, it's a different type of organization. I think, you know, I, I would imagine OBJ and his dad are very close. So what does it hurt? Right? Bring them in and say, hey, there's half a season left. Here's what we want to do. We want to go to the Super Bowl. We think we can. you're going to help us win the Super Bowl. And I also think with Devontae, right, the body language this weekend, or this past weekend when Love was, was playing and didn't, didn't play very well at all, right? That's, that's up for debate. Correct. I no, think, he didn't I think play Devontae, well. I think Devontae was more frustrated with not winning the game. I don't think he was frustrated necessarily with Jordan Love particularly, I think it was just frustrating to say, man, we can win this game. Hit me. I'm open. So, I, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a double. This is my day. thing, Doug. This is my thing. And this is what I tell Devante. It's your fault. This is on you. You didn't show up at the OTAs to work with them. You weren't playing in preseason games yeah. with them. Yeah. This is on you that your chemistry is all screwed up. And Ken Ingles pointed it out, the guy who we always have on talk about the salary cap on Twitter. I mean, you go through the last two years, maybe he got 10 to 20 snaps with Devontae. Maybe. 
I mean, that's not enough, and you could tell it. Yeah. First crossing pattern, he comes across, he throws behind him. You're like, oh, well, chemistry, this is going to happen. And they never got on the same page the entire time. Him and Cobb got along. Yeah. They got on the same page. But Devontae yeah, and him were all messed up. Ab- absolutely true, right? And Devontae, great athlete, no question about it. But if Rodgers wasn't his quarterback, would he, would we say he's one of the top three receivers in the NFL? He says yes. Probably, and he's probably talked about, not. He, but I know. But he's talked about this in the past. Because what we brought up was, is Rodgers the reason why you're not signing with else? Man, I can play with anybody. And he pointed out Brent Hundley and all these guys that he's caught passes from and, and Kaiser and all these guys. I, hey, I caught passes. Mm-hmm. I still had numbers. It doesn't matter. So we'll see. Thanks for the call, Doug. I, I think Devontae Adams can go about anywhere and still be really good. Like, we could have a conversation about guys that left Green Bay and what they did after, right? So uh, Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, some of these guys that left uh, and maybe weren't that dominant player as they were when they were in Green Bay with Rodgers. Heck, Rodgers himself has said, I-, I don't care what Randall Cobb did in Houston. Randall Cobb in Houston is not Randall Cobb with me in Green Bay. Two different guys. Like, all I care about is how good is he with me. Don't care how good he is with other quarterbacks. Playing with me is different. Again, egomaniac, whatever. But it's true. It's all very true what he says, right? So now Devontae Adams, who's played with this dude for a long time, is going to go play somewhere else possibly after this year. Then you have to reestablish chemistry, learn the new offense, be a part of that. Grass is not always greener on the other side. We've talked about that. But he's really talented, guys. I mean, he, he he's a more talented player than Greg Jennings, in my opinion, right? Uh, Freeman, Brooks, I think he's more talented than those guys. Uh, we get to Jordy Nelson. I think you can have your your debate there. The Jordy Nelson fans may take Jordy Nelson over Devontae Adams. I think I would take Devontae over Jordy, uh, but I can kind of see a conversation there. But again, that, that the Jordy Nelson stuff, a lot of that was chemistry with Aaron Rodgers and being on the same page. Damani and Wanatosa, you are next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What does it say about OBJ that we still don't have a decision made? What does it say about the Packers' chances, Damani? I think it's good, to be honest. Um, I think he's talking to both um, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae. Um, but there's three things I, I see it pops working. He has a better quarterback. He has a chance to win a Super Bowl. Yep. And on Christmas Day, they play the Browns. So it's a little payback there. So, yeah, I think, too, I, Gary and Leroy and I were talking about it off the air, about that being a factor, possibly. Like, how much does he really want to play Cleveland and how much of that plays into uh, it? Like, is he mad at Cleveland? Like, does he want revenge? Like, Brett Favre was mad at Green Bay. He wanted to stomp the Packers uh, and go to the Vikings. That was the whole deal. That was what motivated him. One Super Bowl rings for Brett. It was just proving Green Bay wrong about moving on to Aaron Rodgers. I don't know where Odell Beckham's head is on this whole thing with Cleveland. Thanks for the call. And then the other thing, too, is... Yeah, you watch these highlight shows, NFL Network, ESPN, and they're showing Cleveland highlights. What are these people saying? Don't look like they miss OBJ to us. Dagger Manfield looks pretty good without Odell Beckham to me. That's what's being said about him. So, you know, do you get offended by that? Do you get irritated by that? I would imagine he does. It would irritate me. It would make me mad if I'm not on team no longer. And people on TV are talking about how they don't even miss me. Playing better without me. Wouldn't that irritate you? Wouldn't that poke at you where you'd get upset? Would me. Coming up next, UWM basketball coach Pat Baldwin. They get a win last night. And his son, Pat Baldwin Jr., made his debut last night. And obviously some of you guys watched that 
on Bally Sports Wisconsin last night. So we'll talk about Panther basketball straight ahead. And don't forget Rami coming up at 3 o'clock with the Rami Show here on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM, The Fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Along with Dan Plucker, other side of the glass here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Coming up, we'll talk with Coach Pat Baldwin from UW-Milwaukee, the Panthers. His son, who could have literally went to any school in the country. Could have went to Duke, could have went to Kentucky. They both played each other last night. Could have been a part of that big game last night. Chose to go to the Panthers instead. Uh, And instead of playing Duke or Kentucky, played the North Dakota Fighting Hawks uh, last night. During that broadcast on Valley Sports, Wisconsin, that I was watching last night for the Panthers, uh, the announcers were talking about they think Pat Baldwin Jr. will be a top 15 pick uh, in the NBA draft. I don't know um, if if I want that conversation necessarily. Plucker, if, if you're a parent and your son's a freshman, And he's starting out his career. Do you want the announcers talking about how he's expected to be a top five pick, top 10 pick, top 15 pick, and the pressure that necessarily goes with that or no? I'm fine with it. I mean, that that conversation is going to happen when you have a talent like Pat Baldwin Jr. Like, sure, he was what the number he was a top 10 recruit in his class, wasn't he? Top five, even. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, when you have a player like that come to. Your school, you're gonna try to hype him up as much as you can because he's already without. I mean, a, a little bit of a disadvantage. You know, he's not playing at a big school comparatively, so the expectations, no matter what, are gonna be high for him. And from that perspective, that you bring that up, so if he's playing at Kentucky or Duke and he averages, you know, seventeen to twenty, that's one thing. Playing at Milwaukee in the Horizon. Aren't you thinking if I expect you to average 17 or 20 at Duke, I expect you to average 25 to 30 maybe in the horizon if I think you're going to be a top pick in the NBA draft? Yeah, I mean, that's probably where it sits. He He's going to have to be a superstar if he's going to earn that high yep. of praise in an NBA draft. Top 15 pick is nothing to sneeze at. He's certainly, yeah. certainly he's capable of it. No question. And, and the NBA is all about upside. It. Because that's the thing. Like you're right, the NBA is all about upside. All these different things. But if he comes in and he's not averaging, you know that that mark or getting and having right. big games left and right, I mean, then people are gonna raise an eye to it. Obviously, early in the season, you're, they're gonna give him some time to adjust. Because even Horizon League basketball is a jump from high school basketball. For it's, sure, it's, it's a college basketball season. Yes. But and and it's gonna take some time, and and that's okay. Uh, but at the same time, it, it needs to happen rather quickly, I think, or else people are going to start bringing up those questions. Last night, Patrick Baldwin Jr., 21-10 and 10 with a block last night. 6 of 14 from the field in 37 minutes. 2 of 7 from 3. 7 of 8 uh, from the free throw line. He is long. He can get out and run. Um, and he can be a problem on, on the defensive end as well uh, because of the athleticism uh that he has and able to cover ground in a hurry. Not that he's Giannis necessarily, uh, but he is long and athletic. And that is going to present problems too. I think that's an area as well that when you talk about him and how he fits, you know, into the NBA landscape necessarily, yes, you're going to have to score. Uh, Obviously that's part of it. And he's going to get his points in the horizon league without question. He will score. 
but how good will he be on the defensive end of the floor, right? So will he be as good on defense as he is on offense? I think that would be a big selling point, too, when you start talking about NBA scouts. So Coach Baldwin will join us momentarily. Don't forget, there's $1,000 up for grabs every single week with the Rocket Mortgage Pro Football Pickup. We're talking no point spreads, no lineups, and totally free to enter. All you got to do is sign up today. You can play against me. I was awful last week. I, we haven't had our standings emailed to us yet as far as all the other radio personalities, but I was bad. Uh, sign up today by texting the word PICKS, P-I-C-K-S, to 20357, and then just pick the winner of each week's games after that. It's really simple. A brand new game every week of the season. So sign up right now, and you've got a shot to win 1000 bucks this week. It's the Rocket Mortgage Pro Football Pick'em. Sign up now by texting PICKS, the word PICKS, to 20357. That's PICKS to 20357. So not only did the Panthers beat North Dakota last night 75-60, to 60, uh, but you also uh, had Southern Illinois Edwardsville, no idea where that's at, uh, playing Marquette last night, and you had a bunch of players that Marquette fans don't know. Transfers in that Shaka Smart brought in. You had freshmen in like Stevie Mitchell, who played really well. That Marquette team, I'm telling y'all, it's going to be fun between Milwaukee and Baldwin. Then you've got Chucky Hepburn and Lauren Brown uh, at uh, Bourne or whatever uh, at Wisconsin. Both of those kids are highly talented freshmen that are both going to play uh, for Wisconsin this year. And then you look at Marquette with guys like Stevie Mitchell. There is a lot of good, young, talented freshmen right now on the college basketball scene. Uh, and again, I don't know if these guys are going in the NBA after one year. Baldwin obviously probably has the best chance. These other guys, I don't know. But they're all so promising. Again, I didn't see Wisconsin, but Marquette, like we were talking about earlier, long, athletic, can get out, can run. I don't know how many of you are in a college basketball mode yet, but I was last night. I was checking it out. How much college basketball were you checking out last night, Pluck? Honestly, I did not watch a second of it. See? And I I don't know what everybody was watching last night uh, necessarily because there was no football on, uh, NFL football or anything of the sort uh, to watch. Everybody must have just been watching regular TV or watching the Bucs on, uh, on TNT. That's what I was watching. I was yeah. watching the Bucs game. I watched part of it, uh, and then I, I watched part of it, and then I was flipping. Like I said, I wanted to see Baldwin Jr. Um, that was my number one goal last night. So I wanted to watch him play. Started off slow, uh, and then he picked up the pace and really got going there in the second half. I wanted to see Marquette. I found them on FS2, uh, so I was pleasantly surprised to see that they were on TV. So I watched uh, the whole second half. Uh, of the Marquette game, and then watch some of that Bucks game too. So when does college basketball get on your radar then, Plucker? Today, because Michigan has their first game of the season today. And there you go, yeah, the Michigan Alliance. I, I mean, how can you be mad? The man writes a Wolverine blog one way or the other. So, uh, Jawad Howard of Michigan, they're what, top five? Yeah, right. they start the season number five. They played Buffalo today, which actually is a pretty decent team. Buffalo's been in the NCAA tournament a couple times over the last few years. So it's not a cupcake game yeah, necessarily. It's not a cupcake, I mean, you're going to blow them out probably, probably. but – but it's not doing the cupcake. Because right. there were some cupcake teams beating up uh, and straight up beating some decent basketball game, but basketball teams last night. We're seeing a lot of that on Twitter last night. Uh, college basketball guys going, and this team that should have been a bye week just upset this team. And this team that should be a bye week upset this team. And that seemed to be a common threat. But again, it goes back to parity in sports uh, and what we're seeing uh, across the landscape 
uh, at this point. All right, take a quick time. I will come back with Coach Pat Baldwin from UWM straight ahead. Plus, we'll hear from Robbie Makloff all straight ahead here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan. Steve Sparky Fiverr with you. Dan Plucker, executive producer on the side of the glass. Rami Makloff. The Rami Show comes up here in about 15 minutes on The Fan. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. He is the head coach. At UW uh, Milwaukee, the Panthers, he is Pat Baldwin. Coach, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. No, thank you for having me on. All right, so I got to know, man. So who was more nervous going into that game against North Dakota last night, you or your son? Who had more nerves me. going into that game? Me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he has the element of control because, the you know, along with him and our other players, they'll have the ball in their hands. They'll be shooting the ball. They'll be – playing the defense and and I just have to manage it but but uh yeah it's nerve-wracking when you know you're the coach and you're trying to make sure everything goes perfectly and uh you know so that's you and so many thoughts going through your mind the thing we talked about with our players is just be free so that's the way they played you know, it's interesting. I watched uh, part of that game on Valley Sports Wisconsin uh, last night and, and watched the beginning part of the game uh, against North Dakota. He necessarily didn't start off the best offensively, but he found his rhythm as the game went on, Coach. Yeah, you know, I think that's the, the, the beauty of our our team right now. We're still a work in progress. A lot of things that we have to fix and get better. But we have other guys as well that we don't just have to hopefully depend on one person. But, yeah, he found a group, found – his niche, he got to the free throw line right away. And a lot of times, whether you're a first-year guy or, or a veteran, if you can see the ball go in the basket and, and hopefully it's an easy basket, that just that just helps you. Most by a UWM freshman, 21 points, and a season over since Clay Tucker at 24 uh, in 1999, if you want to see uh, PBJ play uh, coming up on Saturday. It's their homecoming game from Milwaukee against Eastern Kentucky. Tip-off at 6 o'clock. Make sure to get your tickets and get out uh, to see the Panthers play. Uh, so 21 and 10 for you as a coach now on the offense and defensive side of, of the floor, what did you like most of what he did last night? You know, I think, you know, that we, we alluded to it earlier that I thought that he just let the game come to him. 
I don't think there was a time that he truly forced anything. Um, you know, the other side of that is you, if you think about where he where he scored from and, and got his points, I mean, they were all over the floor, whether it was the post-up, whether it's from the free throw line, off of a pin down, catch and shoot three, off of, you know, corners, all that stuff, off of drives, you know. So that was what was really most impressive to me about him is just on the offensive end, you know, really – um, just picking and choosing his spots. And then defensively, you know, there's every young player, and especially him and, and our other freshmen, you know, they're going to have to learn how to defend at the college level, you know, from physicality to quickness to positioning, all of those things. So there's still a lot of work that that, uh, that he can do, and he, he'll, he'll tell you the same thing. A couple other guys I want to talk about. DeAndre Golston uh, last night with 14 points, six boards in that game. He seems to be a guy that uh, kind of stirs the straw for y'all a little bit. Yeah, Dre was was great last night for us, and, and he, similar to, to Patrick, you know, let the game come to him and uh, didn't didn't force a lot of things. And, and uh, you know, I think in this first game it's just a matter of, of getting, you know, that sweat and, and now there's fans in the building to to understand what, what you're up against. But he, he had a solid night and, you know, shot the ball, you know, fairly well and and uh, really was big in our win as well. And, of course, Moses Bull. Well, we got to talk about him. As soon as he ran on the court, you saw you knew his last name was Bull as soon as he ran out there. Uh, he's been around a while around college basketball. Talk to us about Moses Bull and what he brings at seven foot one. You know, Moses will be the first one to tell you that his main responsibility is to play defense and and try to block shots and impact the game that way. And and lo and behold, his first impact was as a as a roller and getting a two point field yep. goal at the basket on a on a dive. So uh, so that was a bonus for us. But but Moses is a is a is a great kid. He he works extremely hard, and you know he's he's really wise. And I think he gives a lot of wisdom to uh, not only older guys on our team, but younger guys on our team as well. And, and uh, you know, I think our guys truly, truly respect the fact that, that he's been around for a while and, and he's older and, and he really has some great things to say. I love Mo and uh, he's definitely going to factor in some more, hopefully some more wins for us. The other thing you got to be happy about is free throw attempts last night for your team. You double up free throw attempts to North Dakota, 30 to 14. If you can get that every game, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, I mean that that we want that to be a staple. Uh, your your shooting it can come and go, and hopefully, with aggressiveness and attacking the pain and, and trying to beat your you know your opponent to the bonus is is really important. And if you can always make more than your opponent shoot, you're you're going to be in a pretty good position. Especially, you know, we had shot I think twenty three or twenty I think twenty three threes in our last exhibition game, and and I'm not going to say that's too much, but um, last night we were six for fifteen from three. And I thought that was a good number, but it, it really helped when you can counter that with, you know, having 30 attempts at the line. He is Coach Pat Baldwin. Check out uh, the Panthers coming up Saturday against Eastern Kentucky. It's homecoming. Tip off at 6 o'clock. Be there. Be square. Go see PBJ and the Panthers play. Thanks so much for coming out, Coach. Congratulations on your first win. Thank you. And looking forward to seeing all our Panther fans at Panther Arena for the first time in over a year. So let's 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 get it in. Be loud, be loud and be proud. Coach, thanks so much for coming on, man. Take care. Right, there he is, you. Coach Pat Baldwin on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Applying for home renovation loan as you're feeling anxious, breathe. I'll let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. 
today. Rami Makaloff is waiting, but we'll sneak in uh, Timmy in Dallas. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Timmy? Hey, Sparky. What's uh, up? The ceiling. It, well, yeah, technically for me it is, yes. I don't know where you are, but yes. <laughs> Indoors. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Odell Beckham Jr. thing, just sign him. Give him what he wants. I don't want to see him going to uh, – He can go to the Saints. I don't care if he goes to the Saints. They're not beating the Packers, even if they have OBJ. Go to the Saints. Go enjoy New Orleans. Have at it. Good luck. I disagree. I want him in Green Bay. I don't just I don't care if he's here or not. I just don't want him um I don't want him in a situation where he could beat the Packers in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. That that's the only thing I'm looking at right now. And we have a report coming here from Jordan Schultz, uh, who's the first one that said that the Packers uh, we're the number one destination. He just tweeted, Odell Beckham Jr. update. Pats are making a, quote, strong push to sign OBJ, source says. Belichick wants ba- Beckham on the roster badly. But again, he's not going to win there, and he's got a rookie quarterback. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me either. Well, just don't quibble over a, uh, you know, million or two. I mean, we're already paying that in fines, thanks to Rodgers and the Packers. So just pay him what he wants. Bring him in. Yeah, they need to get him. No question about it. Thanks for the call, Timmy. Uh, in Dallas, Rami Makaloff is here. Rami's show comes up here uh, in about eight minutes. Uh, Rami, uh, your thoughts on this latest report now by Jordan Schultz. Pat's making a strong push to sign OBJ. Meanwhile, Devontae Adams has talked today, says that he's talked to OBJ, feels pretty confident that they can get this done. Elton Told Jenkins, him he has a nice home here. Yeah, Elton mm-hmm. Jenkins has talked about wanting OBJ on the team. So these guys are talking through the media uh, that they want him. Belichick and crew now making a run to get him in New England. But again, New England, Kansas City Saints. Kansas City might be the closest to the Packers as far as Super Bowl opportunity, but their quarterback doesn't look the same, and their defense is atrocious regardless of what happened against Jordan Love. They're still not a very good defense. Packers have everything you want to go win a Super Bowl, and you can be a part of it. To me, if it's about winning a ring, Green Bay's a no-brainer. If it's about winning a ring, yes. If it's about targets, though, I could see why he'd go to New England. He'd be the number one receiver in New England. Yes, correct. Yeah, if it's about him... Right, uh, then, going in, and sure, and, and I wouldn't blame him for He'd that. He'd be the if number one receiver in New Orleans, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, with Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas being out for the season. Yeah, he yeah. would be. And so, if he wants to go showcase himself to go and get a payday this off season, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't begrudge him for that. I wouldn't fault him for that. It's a business, after all. That's a business decision. But you're right. If he wants to win a ring, yeah, Green Bay is the place to be. All right, so what's coming up on the Rami show here in a few minutes? On the show this afternoon, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer out of the gates going to have a discussion about Aaron Rodgers and Sunday's performance by Jordan Love in the Packers' offense. Was that the best thing that could have happened for Aaron Rodgers? Boy, this is what, – what are you trying to do? Are you, you trying mean? to stir the pot here for Packers fans? Would I stir the you, pot? Are you trying to get Packer fans mad at one Would I what stir are you doing? the pot? What kind of question Would I is that? stir the pot, Sparky, yes. weekdays yes. 3 to 6 on the fan? Me, yeah. Robbie Mackloff, pot stir. You're a Chicago guy. Y'all oh, that's got nothing to do with time. it. I just Man. like stirring the pot. It's right. got nothing to do with being from Chicago. Is this the best thing that could happen to Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Um, In his little... Well, uh, it helps. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, it helps. But it doesn't come down to that. If he wants to play here, he's going to play here. Mm. They're not going to tell him no. So. They're I not telling so. him no. Yes, they will. Yes, they I've will. I've said it before. I'll say it again. And I tell Rodgers to his face. Uh-huh. If you really want to be here, uh-huh. you say it in your post-game press conference after your last game. So if that's a loss of the conference title game. Oh, he will. Or if he wants to be Super here. Bowl, actually, either way, he will. He In the post-game presser, you say, I want to stay here for another five years. I'm, I'm ready to sign an extension. I don't want to go anywhere else. I want to be here for the rest of my career. You say that. And then you let the Packers publicly tell everybody that they don't want you. He's going to say that whether he means it or not. It's a PR war. I don't know know about all that. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying if you want to be here, you say it publicly. Because if you don't say it publicly, then it's, you know, he said, he said, back and forth about if he wants to be here or not. You say it publicly, yes, I want to be here. I'm ready to sign an extension. Just got to sit down with Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur and and get this deal worked out. I want to stay here. And on top of that – I don't even want to be the highest paid quarterback. Like I'm willing to take less money. I want to make sure Devontae. Easy for you to say. I want, no, I'm it's saying, not your money. If you're Rodgers, I yeah, want I know. Devontae I'm Adams. Saying, I don't know that you'd do that. You I can wa- say, sit here and say that now, but I don't know that you'd you say that. But you just said he may or may not mean what he's saying. So if I'm Rodgers, I say in the to press the conference. To the public, yeah. In the press the conference, public, yeah. I'm willing to take less money to make sure Devontae Adams comes back. I want to make sure Elton Jenkins yeah, is still here. I'm not putting my money business out in that, the, the, out, out in all the, in the public of it. like that. No. And then let the Packers tell Just you no. Keep it simple. And I want to be here. And then you're the bad guy. I've always wanted to be here. That's what that was all about. I've always wanted to be here. But yeah, that's not true. That's, that's all you got to say. That's well, we exactly, all know that's that's not, it, that's exactly that's what it was about. No, it's not all about being here. He it, never, it, it was no. about being here. No, he yes, wanted it out. Was. He wanted no, 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 no. out. He wanted out. He wanted out. Because so he don't tell me he wanted to be he, here. He wanted out because he thought the Packers weren't fully in on him. Do you know what he is? He's the professional version of Jalen Berger. I don't know who Jalen Berger the, is. Of course Who's you Jalen don't. Berger? Why would he? Who's Jalen Berger? He was the freshman running back last year at Wisconsin who was the starting running back coming into this year. The Badgers got a transfer from Clemson and Ches Malusi who took his job. Jalen Berger, according to reports, Pouted about it. All of these things got, sound like food. Got benched. You said a Jalen Burger got, and a Chesma Lucy. Yes. That sounds like like an Italian dish. Yeah. <laughs> that Burger essentially pouted about it, got benched, and then got kicked out of the program because he couldn't handle not being the guy. It was intimidated me, by Chesma Lucy. Making me hungry with this story. So we'll get we'll we'll have that discussion. I mean, that's what he is. Dan Favalli. I never uh, thought about it, but that's, that's NBA much writer what for the Bleacher Report, co-host of the Hardwood Hardwood Knox podcast. He'll be here at 3:30 at 4 o'clock. You know, every time I bring up like any questions about the Bucks, Sparky, I don't know if you if you get this. I get like either either literal from my producer Sam Schmitz or figurative over the phones and in Twitter, like eye rolls. Like we're not supposed to question. We're not talking and- about the Bucks on our show. Really? We 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 do a recap. Top Bucks topics. No, we haven't done Bucks topics. How long? Plucker. I've been a while. Nobody cares. Why 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 are you wasting your time? I didn't hear him. No, he didn't talk. He just he no, shook it. Oh, I got his talking mic off. Into the Sorry. Mic right Go now. ahead, Plucker. Yeah. It's been a couple weeks since we've done yeah. a Bucks topic. No, nobody cares. See, I get traction when I talk Bucks, but it's mostly like, there's nothing to worry exactly. about. Right. What are you worried about? You're wasting your time. So no, but here, so here's my question: Why, why are you watching Bucks basketball then, not. right now? You're not. I mean, watch. You're not. I told Plucker. I watched. I mean, I did last, last night because I had a comedy I told, show. I told, Great. I thanks for everybody who came out to uh, Landmark Lanes last Bucks night. Bucks played well last night. Good. Really they fun did. Show. Yeah, I watched part of it last night. But see, what, what I don't, what I don't understand is, I, I don't like. Paul Henning, God bless him, save our bucks, Paul Henning, on Twitter yesterday was talking about, oh, they got to get this win tonight, or this would be, they, they need a big win tonight, or something like that. It's, I, I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember exactly how he phrased it on Twitter yesterday afternoon. And I saw it, I was just like, why? No, they don't. They, See, that's what that's I'm saying. not so- a must win against Philadelphia. This is all that matters. They have to be healthy going into the playoffs and playing decent. 
That's all that matters. Nothing else matters between now and then. Stay healthy. Be playing well going into playoffs. You're telling me that the if rest like, of this is nonsense. And I'm not. I don't think this will happen. But you're telling me if they're like a six seed, then some doubts won't have creeped no. in over the course of the season. Nope. That's crazy. Because as of right now, Rami, they haven't been healthy yet. I, so that's well. If they can't stay healthy so, all season, then that's a concern too. That's the same thing I no, said about the Nets last year. Don't care as long as they're all healthy and ready to play when the playoffs start. See, all right, I'm with Rami. If if we get to if we get to the middle of March and those five are now playing for two three weeks before the season before postseason starts, I'm good. If we get to the first week of April and they get two weeks to play together before the playoffs start, still good. Want to know why? Because they've all played together before. The only one that hasn't been a part of this is Grayson Allen. He's the only one. Drew, Middleton, Giannis, Lopez, they won a championship together. They know how to play together. Allen's the only one that's got to fit in. By the time you get to that point, he knows his role. He knows where he's supposed to be for Giannis or whoever. That's I'm not even concerned about it. Not at all. Not I'm not, not in the least. I wasn't concerned about it last year during the, the regular season. Last year, I said I didn't care about it. Last year, I watched it because, foolishly, I bought into, oh, they're trying stuff. Oh, we'll see this in the playoffs. But so I bought into that nonsense. So I watched it to see them run side big rolls, doing all this stuff. So I bought it. Now this year, they won a championship. Pretty much everybody is back. I tuned in to watch because I'm a Bucks fan still. But is it like must see, must watch TV night in, night out necessarily? No. No. Because none of this is none of this matters. Am I gonna get upset if they lose a game? No. Am I gonna get super excited if they win a game? No. The only games that I care about, legitimately, one way or the other, are the Nets. Care about that because I can't stand that team. So I care about that that game. Miami because I can't stand that team. I I think I despise Miami more than the Nets. So those two teams for sure, and then the Lakers so I can go up to Leroy. Other than that, the rest of them I don't really matter. And maybe Golden State at some point if they're still playing well at the end of the year. Uh, but but right that, that, that that's about it. I had more fun watching Marquette and Milwaukee last night with these talented freshmen that they got in these college basketball teams. I, I watched some of the box, but I wasn't sitting watching every single play. I was flipping around between Marquette, Milwaukee, and the Bucks game last night. Now, Plucker, he watched the whole Bucks game last night. He you didn't turn haven't talked Bucks in a while. You had a lot to get off your chest rest just there right now. No, because I just don't – I just think a majority of people don't really care about it at this point. Because no matter we'll what find happens, out the result is the same. Well, yeah, whatever. You know what? I'll add an addendum to the question. I, mean, you're I won't not even, ask. I won't you're ask. Not even to Christmas yet. I won't ask. Not only why are you watching Bucks basketball right now? I'll ask. Are you watching Bucks basketball right now? That might be a good question to tack onto that. You're I, not. Even, whenever I have. Now you're right. It's not like you're not even at Christmas. Like Sparky in the playoffs. Like if I if somebody asked me to do a comedy show, I'd be like, I gotta check. I gotta check the Bucks schedule first. You, you know what I mean? Or so Packers. Like, right. Exactly. So but so like. Obviously, at this point, this I had a comedy show last night, so I didn't I didn't watch the game. It's not like I'm making plans around the Bucks, but if I'm home, you watch it. I'm watching the Bucks, and sure. more nights than not, I'm home. I've watched most of their games this year. I think I missed two or three of their games so far this year because I'm 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 interested in this team, and I think first of all, there are new things to watch for, and I'll I'll get into what what all that Semi is. Showed he could hit a shot finally. We'll that get into nice. what all that is coming up in, in the four o'clock hour. But I also think that like it's not it's not beyond. It's not beyond the it's not beyond the realm of possibility or understanding to like have some questions about what we've seen early this year. I'm done. Okay. None. We'll also hear from uh, Ryan Wood, our Green Bay football insider. He'll be here at 445. We'll hear from Matt LaFleur throughout the afternoon, Devontae Adams. Lots coming up on the Rami Show 3 oh, to 6 this good. afternoon. Very good. Enjoy Rami's show. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 10 again. We have Ryan Wood ourselves. Uh, tomorrow we'll also have Ryan McDonough. 
our Odyssey NBA insider, all coming up tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show. And maybe, maybe OBJ will be signed by then. Doubt it, but we'll see. Have a good one. Toodles! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.